welcome. What I'm going to do here is we're going to drop mini podcasts each week in relation to the breakdown reels that I do on the Instagram. Hopefully this gives you some deeper insight into what's going on and you know you can learn a lot from these things. So we'll start off on the first breakdown that I did. Uh, We had Ian Gary. He had an amazing performance on the weekend and a really good setup that we've seen many times. Uh, It worked really well for Ian Gary here and it was the high kick setup on D-Rod. So we've seen him early in the fight. He's investing going to the body and eventually what starts to happen is D-Rod brings his hands down to block that body kick. So we've gone over before in breakdowns, if you can inflict pain into a certain area of your opponent's body, they're going to bring their awareness there and then block that part of the body, leaving other parts of the body open. So as D-Rod started to reach for the the kick to the body, um, another thing that Ian Gary does so well is the way that he flashes the right hand. Now he uses the right hand, it's one of his best weapons, so his opponents are very aware of this strike. But it looks just like the rear kick. The way that he turns his hip, it's very hard for his opponent to see whether the right hand's coming or the right kick. So this was a great distraction and what happened with the right hand was D-Rod started to parry the strike. See, it's, it's the right thing to do, but the mistake he made was reaching too far away from his face. So this move's called like, I like to call it throwing sand in the eyes. You'll throw the right hand and straight behind it will come that rear kick. And super effective when your opponent reaches away from the face, as happened here. D-Rod reached away, then he ate that head kick flush to the chin, and that was the end for him. We've seen certain moves. Um, Leon Edwards did the same thing to Usman, although Usman uh, slipped to the outside. And... Yeah, that's that's the end, you know. Uh, if you react to this sort of strike, you can react in the wrong manner and it can be catastrophic. So it's a good uh, technique. You should really have that in your game because it's become very popular and, as I said, very, very effective. Uh, the second breakdown I did was I went and had a look at Conor McGregor. I wanted to draw some parallels between him and Ian Gary. Yeah, because... You know, Ian Gary's riding the Connor train. People are making comparisons, so I thought, well, let's go and see what the difference is. Uh, Connor was a very flashy striker. He put a lot of weight into his shots. He had some flashy kicks. He had that Taekwondo sort of stance. You didn't really know what he was going to throw. Spinning back kicks, spinning hook kicks, jumping kicks. He threw the lot. Very entertaining fighter to watch, where... I think Ian Gary has very good fundamentals and he sticks to those fundamentals and I think that will carry him a long way in the UFC. I think he will be able to hang at the top of the division for a long time. We just need to see how his takedown defense goes against some grapplers so I'll be keen to see that. So the breakdown we had a look at was Conor McGregor, Eddie Alvarez. I think it's Conor's best performance to date. And what was so amazing about this is we've seen Connor's ability to use his range and to always say stay at a safe distance. Now, 
Connor's used this technique many times, but it's his eyes. His eyes are one of his big, biggest weapons. Here he's staring at Eddie's left hand. He's he's deliberately not like he's deliberately keeping his eyes off Eddie's right hand and placing his head in a position where Eddie feels comfort in throwing at Connor's head. Eddie can't help it. In his mind, he's, he goes, oh, he can't see this right hand coming. He throws the right hand. Connor knew it was coming. He glides out of range, puts all of that weight on that back leg. That absorbs all of his weight. And what happens when you've got weight on that back, back leg? That generates force. He comes back, hits Eddie flush with a nice strike, turns Eddie's head to the side. Now, Connor is amazing at reacting to the situation. It's one of his best assets as well. So as Eddie's head's turned off to the side, Connor makes sure that Eddie doesn't get his sight back on him. So as Eddie tries to turn back in, Connor hits him with another one. I think it's a hits him with that lead uppercut up under the arm. Just turns his head away again as Eddie tries to face. Left hand back over the top, turns his head away and drops Eddie down to the ground. As Connor goes in to finish, he's able to get control of Eddie's leg, pass it off to stop Eddie from getting any hooks and pulling guard and lands a flush strike to his face on the ground, finishing the fight. So what we can learn from that is range and using your eyes as weapons. Then moving on, I went and, went and took a look at Michael Chandler. Obviously, Michael Chandler and Connor are going to fight. So I thought, why not just go and have do a bit of film study on Chandler? Now, this was Chandler versus Oliveira. Chandler got a good knockdown. I wouldn't call it a knockdown, but he missed Oliveira's head. Oliveira went down. It's kind of what he does, right? It saves himself from getting hit with these big shots. But what happened is Chandler threw that long cross, very similar to the position that Eddie Alvarez threw that cross. Very um, off-balanced weight right on the front foot, forcing himself to step through which means as he threw the right hand, the right leg follows and he squares up. Now as Chandler tries to back away, uh, sorry, as Oliveira backs away, Chandler's feet are together so he can leap from there. Leaps forward with the lead hook, which hits Oliveira, looks for the right hand and Oliveira goes down. Now this is where, you know, things got interesting because Chandler posted on Oliveira's head. This is a great tactic. If you control the head, you control the body. He was able to keep Oliveira down on all fours, pushing his head down into the mat, and he was able to land numerous shots to Oliveira's head. Now, as he lost control of the head, he was able to post on the back. This still works well because in posting on an opponent, whether it's standing or on the ground, you can feel the sensitivity of their movement, whether they're moving in or moving away. It's a lot easier to feel the sensitivity of your opponent moving rather than watching them move forward and back. It's quite hard to react to what you're seeing, but it's a lot easier to react to what you're feeling. So in doing that, Chandler was able to keep the contact of Oliveira and land some really good strikes. So that's a great tip that you guys could probably take is using posts, and you could maybe try to analyze where you can use posts, where they're handy. Obviously be aware that you, your hand is away from your face as you're posting on your opponent. But posts are a very beneficial um, technique in the sport of MMA 
especially if you're a longer, rangier guy. Now, carrying on into the later stages of that fight or the next round of that fight, we seen Oliveira catching Chandler. Now, what happened here is they both come forward with their right hands. They've both kind of ended up in a mirrored position where Chandler's kind of hit Oliveira's chest. Um, Oliveira's also turned in the position that he's throwing across. But it shows here in the sport of MMA that one small mistake can lead to catastrophic consequences. As we've seen here, Chandler has landed to Oliveira's body and as he's taken a look, Oliveira's quite hidden. His chin's hidden behind his shoulder, like quite like a boxing-style block. So Chandler's decided not to throw that lead hook and he's worrying that the short hook is coming back at him. So he's backed out to try to get away from that hook and Oliveira turned the short hook into the lead, into a long hook, knocking Chandler down. And that was the beginning of the end of that fight. Now, why did Chandler back out? Well, I think it's because Oliveira has quite a good grappling game. Uh, Chandler had him rocked at the end of the first round and probably didn't want to tie up with him and give him that chance of slowing the pace of the fight down. So he's tried to back out rather than come in and clinch. And I think this shows the benefit that having a good grappling game really does have in the striking department. The better your grappling is, you know, the more of a threat you are on the feet because people are worried about your takedown. They're going to make mistakes. They're going to do silly things. And from that position, you'll be able to capitalize. So we learn a lot from that um, breakdown and... Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that fight again someday in the future. Now, Cheeto Vera and Dominic Cruz was another interesting one because it was a similar setup to the Ian Gary finish. Uh, I think Cheeto studied a lot of tape. You have to study tape, I believe, to fight Dominic Cruz. And you'll notice every time he goes to evade a big shot, he'll really dip his head off to the side, hands down, head off to the side, and he'll look to exit out that way. He did it many times when Cheeto pressed him against the cage, but uh, another thing that Cheeto was able to capitalize on was letting that right hand go to cause that reaction and then throwing that kick afterwards to catch Cruz on the way out. Now, this is the danger with dipping your head low and bobbing and weaving in MMA. It's just the kick threat's just too dangerous. You can't get away with things like you would in boxing. They're two completely different sports. But the kick really does negate any chance of evading in a boxing manner, slipping right off to the side, you know, slipping your head low. There's knees. There's all those sorts of uh, threats in MMA. So this was just a good setup by Cheeto, you know. He finally got the read towards the end of the fight, but give Dominic Cruz some props because that man was winning that fight up to that point. It's um, great work by Cheeto getting that read. And, yeah, I really... What do you think? Do you think he studied tape or do you think he got that read mid-fight? I would like to hear from you about that.